Welcome to today's lesson. We're going to be talking about CSS syntax and the style tag. We're going to play around with CSS. Okay, so if you look in the CSS panel, the one that is in the dark with the dark background, you'll see that I've already included something I'm calling advanced style for code snippets. Feel free to test. That's just code to make the page that we're working on look better. Promise you all that will make sense down the road, but for now, all you got to focus on is what's on the actual page. So what you see on the right-hand side, the actual web page look, and that's going to be where we're going to do most of our experimenting before the challenge. So let's get started. In this little box, all I want you to do is see that there's, there's a lot of symbols there. We know H4 from the previous lesson is a heading 4. So that statement, add any color you want down there, is the H4, and it's being set with a color of blue. For now, all I want you to do is literally go where it says blue and write any other color in there, making sure you leave the semicolon. It's got to go right where the word blue was. And I'm going to write red, and it'll turn red. Write yellow, and it'll turn yellow. Write blue, and I'll come back to blue. The reason it works like that is because there is the selector in HTML, then the property, and then the value. The property is color, and the value is blue. So we're pretty much saying to the HTML from something called the CSS style sheet, hey, take any H4 you see anywhere on the page and touch its color property and change its value of that property to blue, thereby changing all H4s to the color blue. And that's how CSS works. You choose a selector, which in our case was the H4, and then you tell it what to do, and it'll only happen to those H4s gets really complicated down the line when you have a very long web page and you want to specifically target certain selectors, you can get more interesting with it. For example, for the purposes of this test, I wanted just to have little pieces of text that you can touch so we can see what these different properties are. We're going to test the background color one now and then later the font size one, but I had to choose a very specific selector so it only happened to one just for the purposes of this exercise. So what you see there, div p nth child one, is actually pretty complicated advanced level selectors. But all you got to know is that div is the box that I put it in. We'll be getting into that in lesson three. Uh, p, we know is a p tag. And nth child says the number child that is inside the div that is also a p, <laughs> make that background color red, which just so happens to be this, uh, this uh, element up there called change the background color. That is literally the first child of the div that is also a P. And the rest of them, they'll be skipping one and they'll be in odds. So again, with this one, all I want you to see is the property, background color, and the value, red. I want you to change that to a different color so that now we see that color changes the text of an element and background color changes the background color. So we'll change that one to blue. Go ahead and play around with it yourself. Next one is font size. This one is just as simple as background color where it actually says what it means. Unlike color, which is kind of confusing, color is only text. Background color is only background color. And font size is, guess what? Font size. So change that to some ridiculous number like 300 to see the text above it grow a lot. And see what one pixel looks like because you got to start getting comfortable with what one pixel is. So you know how much bigger or smaller to make an element when you're trying to make your page. The next one is text decoration. Now, in later lessons, I'm going to show you different values for this one, but the, it can take different values. The one I'm working with now is underlined. So all I want you to do is delete it and then put it back in. And there's lots of different values, just like there's lots of different colors and lots of different sizes. There's lots of different 
uh, solutions for that property. It could be underlined, it could be other things as well. Ah, border is an interesting one because it takes three properties. It's kind of like a shortcut. You could do border style and set it to solid. You could do border color, you could do border size, or you can write all three in any order. Um, and yeah, this one I'll get more into detail maybe with an extra bonus lesson, but there's lots of shortcuts you can write to avoid having to write more code. It's kind of like a best practice when it comes to, to real developers who are writing thousands of lines of code, wherever they can save by memorizing these little tricks, it helps out a lot. So in this case, I'm saying this particular element, I want you to make a border and I want the outside of it to be solid. I want the color of the border to be blue and I want it to be one pixel thick. Now change any one of those. Start with the color, change the color. We know how that one's gonna react. Change the size and you'll see the thickness grow a lot because it grows on all four sides. And then solid can also be dotted. Do me a favor, change that to dotted just to see the difference. Hmm, I spelled dotted wrong, let's see. There we go. Now, by this point, if you're having trouble, I know the audio is not the best way, but it is kind of like hints. You should be reading through everything and seeing the other site and getting some background knowledge to see what you mess up. And or if we're in class together and I'm actually teaching you, I can help you out. But one common mistake that I know that is possible, that just for this exercise with those little gray boxes, make sure that the property border in this case has a semi has a colon right next to it. And you're writing your value right afterwards. And then right afterwards is a semicolon and the bracket. Don't mess with any of the stuff that's already there. Just change the values. Don't add extra spaces or remove anything that's there vis-a-vis -vis the dotted, the colons or the brackets or the semicolons. I'm gonna get all into that in the very next lesson when we take a deep dive into the syntax and how it's really written. Because this is uh, inline CSS and we don't really write it this way. We have lots more space. But the parts that are important are those colons and those semicolons. Now the next one, font family, not as easy on the ears, but what it does is changes the font. So we can change the Neva to Helvetica we can change it to Georgia, any of the built-in fonts. And in a later advanced lesson, we'll talk about how to grab fonts from Google Fonts, which is how we do it in the real world. Now, this one's pretty wild. It's adding lots of different spacings and lots of different styles all in once. I'm going to read them from the beginning. Hey, HTML. I'm going to have you add a border that is solid, red, and one pixels all around. I want the entire element to have a maximum width of 200 pixels. That's why it's so short. I want the background color to be, and there is a hex value, which, which resolves to this dark gray color. Again, there'll be, I got that from flat UI, which we'll be using a lot. I want the color of the text to be white. I want the padding on the top to be 20 pixels, on the bottom to be 20 pixels, on the, and I want the margin on the top to be 120 pixels, and the padding left 50 pixels. So they're inside of the square. You see that there's space on the left, there's space on the top, there's space on the bottom. By default, there's space on the right, but you can eliminate that. And then right above it, there's a huge space, which is 120 margin. So the only thing I want you to do is change any of the padding values to a lower number and change the margin top to a lower number just to see the change. And again, that's going to be when we talk about the box model, and that'll be coming up soon. So the way we do this right now is that we're gonna write information in the style tag, which just like the H4 or the P tag, 
is where we can keep our CSS for now. We're going to keep it inside of our document. For our challenge, this will be all that we're doing. We're going to start off slow, and then we're going to go through all the selectors we just talked about in great and much more detail. So let me just read what I have here. The style tag is how we will begin writing CSS styles. CSS styles are usually kept in an external file, but this will work for now. Any CSS code that you put within the style tag will affect the HTML document. Try it out for yourself. Of course, you will have to pick a selector. We are going to use the HTML selector, which selects the whole document. So inside this box, write the following. You can go ahead while I'm talking. HTML, and then the two brackets. Inside that bracket, write background, color, make sure you spell it right, align. And you'll see that the entire HTML document, not, not a single selector, everything on the visible page, turn line. And that's because the HTML selector is just like the P tag and the div tag and the H4 tag, where instead of looking for every H4 or every P, it's looking for every HTML tag, of which there's only one, and it wraps the entire document. We'll get into that when we start talking about basic HTML structure when we move on to Glitch and create our own sites. But for now, you don't worry about that. Just know that this particular selector chooses everything. So as an extra challenge, try just changing the HTML color to line, and you'll see that only the the letters change, or just the p tags, and you see that just the p tags and the headings will remain the same. Just make sure that you get the, the syntax just quite right. And now let's move on to the challenge. You'll have to flip back over to the HTML panel, and you'll see that it's very simple, but it's a little tricky. So this is what I want you to do. Create an h5 tag of your name. Make sure that it is in the spot that I told you, so erase the comment that says, Create an H5 with your name and put your H5 right there. And then inside of the style where I have the question marks, I want you to use that style tag to make that H5 tag orange. Now the answer is somewhere up there on the page. Give you some hints. Make sure that you use, that you, you're comfortable with the colon, the semicolon, and the placement. Just study the, the syntax of it before we get into it in the next lesson. There is the selector, followed by the brackets, followed by the property, followed by colon, followed by the value, and then the optional semicolon, which we are going to put in. Anyway, make sure that the H5 with your name is orange, and then you'll have successfully completed the lesson. Let's move on with the next.